welcome all you sports fans to yet another edition to On the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark, with a C. Hey, how's everybody out there? Right. Good. Hey, Mark. Mark. How are you? Good to see everybody. Um, yes, it's good to see everybody on this Veterans Day, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, you've all here for our 80th show, if you have not been keeping track. I'm sure you've been keeping track. 80 shows in 80 weeks. Can you beat that? I don't know. You got to check this uh, Guinness Book of Records, you know. We may be up there for an amateur show, 80 weeks and 80 shows in 80 weeks. In a horror. But here we are. It's Veterans Day here in the U.S., originally known as Armistice Day, federal holiday, day to honor military veterans who served in our country. Uh, Any of you guys there veterans? Any of our panel veterans? Veteran of the Department of Education. <laughs> about military service. Anybody at that? Uh, Gerald, you want to tell us a little bit about your medic, uh, military history? I had a very, history? very, had a very, very short military career. I was in for 49 days and they voided my induction. I had a skin condition, shouldn't have been drafted in the first place. I told the draft board, you're wasting my time, taxpayer money. I'll be out before the end of the summer. 1968, I was drafted in July, and sure enough, I was I was uh, released after seven weeks. All right, but you went in for seven weeks. I have my dog tags if you want to see them. <laughs> so you are a veteran. I, Howie, yes. what about you? Well, uh, I served six years in the Army Reserve. Uh, when the first uh, draft came out, I was on the phone to our friend Mark uh, Elliot uh, Kornreich and I heard his draft number I said oh <laughs> he says you're number 72 what are you going to do Elliot and he says I know why you're laughing you're number 51 and the very next day we went down and we enlisted and because we were 19 and younger they called us before 20 and older and six months later, I found myself down in Fort Jackson, South Carolina, saying, what the hell am I doing? I was there. Yeah, I know. My I brother know. was there in 65. My brother was drafted in 65. He was in there for two years. He started at Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Yeah. In the summer. What about you? You didn't go in? Yeah. Me? Yeah. I was declared legally blind. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I didn't want you. Fred? Yeah. I have a similar story to Howie. I was 19. It was height of the Vietnam War. I wasn't in school. My cousin was a lieutenant in mm. Army Reserve Unit in Poughkeepsie. Got me in. I spent uh, six years there. And I, basic training was at Fort Polk in Leesville, Louisiana. Oh. <laughs> Larry. I have a good story. I was drafted. I was uh, called. I was given a GS-10 rating. In 1962, a group of 15 of us from NYU, uh, we, we sang for the troops in France and Germany for seven weeks. We had six concerts a week at a different army or Navy or other base, six days a week for seven weeks. And I was given officially a GS-10 title, which is slightly above a sergeant, but it was immediately removed upon the completion of the concert tour. USO. Wow, so you were singing back then. Wow. Uh, I, got, I got drafted back when I was 19 years old. 
I got myself a draft counselor who would show me how to get out of the army. He got me uh, <laughs> a and my psychiatrist was Dr. Renatius Hartog, and he was also the psychiatrist of Berkowitz, by the way, and a couple of other famous, uh, infamous people. And it cost me $250 to have a letter written that I was stock raving mad. And I went into the draft board and they got me out of the army. And then when I wanted to become a teacher, it cost me $300 to go back to him. And he declared me sane. <laughs> and he was wrong both oh, times. Oops, I made a mistake. <laughs> Fred, you wanna, yeah, I just want to say, I want to talk about my brother's service. He enlisted in the Air Force served in Vietnam. He was a journalist and was writing for Stars and Stripes paper. And his two claims to fame, he did basic training with Tommy John at, at Otis Air Force Base in Massachusetts. And, he, and while he was in Vietnam, he, he got to interview Lyndon Johnson for the Stars and Stripes. Wow. Wow. Nice. There you nice. go. Yeah. So um, I was number 258 when they had the draft. Wow. So I had a high number and uh, no one bothered me. Never got a never got a letter. <laughs> I just went on my merry way. Went on to college, but uh, the thing I realized, the thing I realized in basic training, where you meet so many people from different walks of life, I still remember this African American gentleman from Mississippi said he was so glad that he got drafted, and he said, "Why? Well, says first time I'm getting three hot three, three hot meals a day." Mm -hmm. well, my mom was all set to ship me to Canada. I was exempt because of marriage, 1965, and then I was exempt because we had our first child in 1966. And then by that time, I didn't get called anymore. Wow. Right. Number 11, by the way. Number 11. Oh, nice. 11. My Lord, my Lord. All right. Uh, so we honor the veterans today. And uh, Stephen, you want to say something? Stephen, Stephen Goldberg, you want to say something? I think you're muted. Yeah, you're muted. Muted. You're muted, so we can't hear anything you're saying. If you want to unmute and say something, let us know. Unmute him. I, I don't Mark, know how to do it. I still don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do it. Sorry. I don't care if I have to. All right. So we'll, we'll go on from here. If nobody else wants to add anything. Uh, just a reminder. Uh, as, as we mentioned last week, this month of November is tricky on Thursday. So we'll, we will have show number 81 next week on a Thursday. But show 82 will be on Tuesday, the 23rd. All right. Of course, I will remind you in emails and all that stuff. And uh, mm -hmm. the update that, that's, that the temple puts out will also have... It will be a different... Um, link. These last couple of weeks have been the same numbers for those who are into numbers. Uh, the, um, the Zoom number has been the same. That's going to run through the end of the year with those numbers, but the Tuesday show will be a special. Okay. okay? Well, no show, of course, on Thanksgiving. All right. Enough of these preliminaries, and it's show number 80. Uh, a nice number, and uh, Gerald, you're all set to go with the, the Gerald Report, sponsored <laughs> this week by Jelly Apples. <laughs> you Jelly Apples? Uh, yes. I'd like to have one right now, but I think we're going to break a tooth, a, a tooth, a, one tooth or two teeth, 
And I don't see Milton around because I want to talk to Milton about replacing teeth from jelly apples. Anyway. So, so Mark, why don't we have jelly apple Friday? What was that? Jelly apple Friday. Jelly apple Friday. No, 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 no. I got teeth. <laughs> Wait, you want to say something, Howie? With, with the call, yeah. Alan. Uh, with right, the call. It, just, it just came over the wire. Uh, old El Be Beckham is signing with the Rams. Really? Good. Wow, oh. that wasn't even one of the choices they had. I thought he was going to go to Kansas wow. City. All right. I thought Green Bay. Wow. I thought it was Kansas City. Okay. okay. All right. So uh, the Gerald report, number 80. You want to take it away, Gerald? Yes. Uh, Nick Antropov, Kellen Winslow, James mm. Lofton, Steve Largent, Jack Butler, Len Ford, Tom Fears, Chris Carter, Isaac Bruce, Victor Cruz, and last but not least, Jerry Rice. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's a good 80. That was the big one. That was the big one on the 80s. Yeah. A lot of receivers. Yes. That's a great receiving number. Well, these people who had 80 now uh, getting these like single digits now. They're all changing. But back in the day, that was a good, that was a good number. Plaxico uh, Burris, Danny Amendola. Alvin Harper, I had. Um, Chris Collinsworth, did you have him? Well, Chris Collinsworth. No, we see I him. Not. Okay. Anybody else so want to add? Yeah. Steven. In the old days, they, the numbers, uh, the 60s were the guards, the 70s were the tackles, right. and the 80s were the wide receivers. That was right. That's by, by the books now. It's gone. Yeah. And the uh, defensive ends, we don't call them defensive ends anymore. They were number, they were like the high 70s, too. 80s, usually. 80s. Well, 80s 70s and 80s, yeah. 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 So a whole story that, you know, it, I think it was up till um, the mid 50s, or it might have been the early 60s. I thought it was the early 60s that players still played both ways. Yeah. Two platoon right. football didn't start until the 1960s, believe it or not. Very, very interesting about that. I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. Uh, so I gave you guys a homework assignment. I know you love these homework assignments. And uh, as, as far as, in your opinion, who you think the greatest person to wear a particular uniform number? <laughs> And uh, I went up, went up to 24, but I don't know if we'll get that in this section. But <laughs> let's just, if someone says a name, but you have a different, na num a different name for that number, you call it up. For instance, if someone says Derek Jeter for number two, no one else say Derek Jeter, because let's think of someone else if you think it's on your list. So who, how about number one? Okay. Oscar Robinson. Yeah, but he only right. wore that for like two years. Yeah, but he yeah, yeah but, but he was the great championship of it. He was fourteen, Ozzie right? Fourteen I, was his main number, right? Yeah, I got Ozzy Smith. Uh, Ozzy Smith, yeah, Hall of Famer. Warren Moon. Oh yeah, Warren Moon. That's right. a good one. Good one. Yeah. That was rare for a quarterback to be number one back in when he played. Yeah, Billy Martin and Pee Wee Reese. Well, but Billy Martin sucked. <laughs> I had Bobby. I had Bobby Richardson on my list. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but aren't they supposed to be the greatest? 
Yeah. Well, in, in my mind, you know. Um, you kind of oh, lose in the. Bobby Mercer was also a number two, too. Yeah. 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 How about how about number two? Derek Tiny. <laughs> Who? Derek Malone. Derek. Derek Jeter, Moses Malone, Brian yeah. Leach, Rusty yeah. Wallace, and Al McInnes. Who's Rusty Wallace? The, the yeah. racer? NASCAR guy. NASCAR. <laughs> number two. Yeah, Anyone else number two? Anybody besides Jeter. How can anybody say Jeter's the best of them all? So why would you anybody say any other number? Remember, you're a Yankee. Wait, Brian Leach won the MVP of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Right. How are you going to yeah. compete with that? Brad Park. Brad Park. Good one, friend. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. All right, number three. Dwayne Wade. <laughs> Bambino. Bambino. Dwayne Wade. I, I did all basketball. <laughs> Anybody else have something Babe Ruth, <laughs> Babe Ruth, Allen Iverson, Dale oh, Earnhardt, Bronco Nagurski, Harmon Killebrew, Candace Parker, and But Diana. not everyone who wore that number. We, we've, gone, we've gone through yeah. it. Who do you think was the, the greatest to wear that number? That's okay, the, okay. That's, the, that's what we're going for. How about okay. four? Lou Gehrig. Who has someone different than Lou Gehrig? Dolph, Dolph Shays. He was a four? Yeah. Yep. Dolph Shays. Bobby, Bobby Orr. No, yeah. Bobby Orr. Melot. Do it by sport. Melot was number four? John Belleville. Edwin Donald Duke Snyder. John Belleville was number four? John Bellevue, yeah? Bellevue, love that name. Paul Molitor and Edwin Donald Duke Snyder. The Duke. Oh, the Duke is number four. Okay. How about five? Yeah, somebody, somebody told me that Dolph Chase's son, Danny Chase, yeah. was by Misfit in my synagogue. An open Jewish name. <laughs> Maybe somebody was. Look that up. Mazel, Mazel tov. <laughs> yeah. Number five. How about five? There's a lot of good ones. Uh, yes. Joey D, Joe DiMaggio. Kevin, Kevin Garnett, Jason Kidd. Albert Pujols, John Johnny Bench, and Hank Greenberg, and Paul Hornig, oh. and Brooks Robinson, and George Brett, and Nicholas Lindstrom. You're and doing that list again. Bill, <laughs> Bill <laughs> Staley. All right, all right. All right. So who's who's your favorite, Gerald? Who's your favorite of that list? My favorite would be Hank Greenberg. Okay. Oh. Number six. Bill, Bill Russell. Russell. Bill Russell. Bill Bill Russell. Russell. I had Sam, Sam Musial. Me too. Sam Musial, Al Kaline, and Julius Irving. Julius Irving. How about Joe Torrey, Jerry? Joe yeah. Torrey was six. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Seven besides Mickey. Who who, who yeah. else was a great Tiny, Tiny Archibald. John Elway. <laughs> John Elway. Ronaldo. Pete Maravich. Bill Esposito. David Beckham and Phil Esposito. I think of Pete Maravich as, what was he in college, 44? LSU, right. 44. Yeah. I think we're more of 44. He was, he was yeah. seven as a pro. Didn't yeah. Know that. Well, he also wore 44 for the Hawks. Yes. Yeah. He wore 44. Okay. Uh, how about eight? A lot of good eights. Who's Kobe your Brock. ultimate Kobe eight? Brock. Kobe. Kobe. Yes. Yes, Stresky. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Dickey. Uh, Bill Dickey, Yogi. 
Cali, Gary Carter, Gary Carter, Pops, Gordy, Gordy Howe, Pops, Gordy Howe, Bobby Hope, Alex Ovechkin. Gordy Howe is eight or Gordy Howe is nine? Nine. 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 All right. Nine. 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 Bobby Hope was eight. Aikman yeah, and Steve Young nine. and Cal Ripken. That's right. Cal Ripken. That's right. Cal Joe Ripken. Morgan. Yeah, the wings. Willie, Willie Stargell and Kobe Bryant. Hey, Kobe Bryant. How about now, besides uh, Ted Williams as a nine and Roger Maris as a nine, but who else? Bob, Bob yeah. Pettit. Bobby Howe. Bobby Howe. Bobby Howe. Drew, Drew Brees and Roger Maris. Yeah. I just got a 10. Clyde Frazier. Walt Frazier. Phil Rizzuto. Oh, the best Rizzuto. 10 was. I'll give you the best 10. The best 10 was Pele. Yep. Yeah. Walt Frazier. Best 10 was Walt Frazier. It, it wasn't the best 10 was in uh, Tony Kubek. Yeah. <laughs> I have a fan of the list. It said Lefty Grove was number 10. I didn't know that. I don't know. Not, not with a 10. I have that number 11. Messi. Yeah, Ron's got that one. Elvin Hayes. Biggie. Biggie, yeah. Biggie. Well, Frazier. Mark Messier. He says 11, number 11. Clyde was actually, wait, wait. Clyde was actually 11 when he played for Cleveland. Right. One year. Two years yeah. Cleveland. Right. Yeah, yes, about Hector, that's right, Ron. How about Hector Lopez was 11? Hector, Hector Lopez. Lopez. What was Joe DeMaestri? <laughs> Joe DeMaestri. <laughs> he was number 20. Oh, okay. Isaiah Thomas. All right. It's got a 12. Oh, we'll, go, yeah. we'll do a few more. We can go. Number 12. John Stockton. Quarterbacks. Joe Namath. Yes. Tom Brady. Terry Bradshaw. Yes. Roger Storbeck. Roger Storbeck, Ken Stabler, Jim Kelly, and Roberto Alomar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great quarterback, number 12. 13. Will the Stilt. Yep. A-Rod. Me. Me. Roberto. Will Chamberlain. I guess Will Chamberlain has Will to be on top of the list. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Rodriguez is 13. Huh? Don Marino's. Maynard was number 13. Yeah, right. Don Dan Marino, Steve Nash, and James Harden. <laughs> Can't stop him. All right. Him, I know. Uh, a couple of famous 14s. Oscar. Oscar. Bob Cousy. Oscar. Y.A. Tittle. Lou Pinelli Banks. Right. Lou Pinelli Banks. Penny Banks. I just got a 15 for the day. 15. Earl Monroe. Herman Munson. Earl Monroe. Bart Starr. Al Gleer and Carmelo Anthony. Did Beltran wear 15? Beltran wore 15, yeah. Okay. We could go, we can go on to 24, but we're just like. We have so much more to talk about. <laughs> but thank you oh, for, uh, for playing. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw in the news, uh, Earl Monroe was at some charity event last week. Yeah. And um, was shooting uh, yeah. two balls. Yeah, he's, I, I, I forgot who he was with. Yeah, he uh, started a charter school in the Bronx. Right, exactly. And uh, I was shocked to see what he looked like, you know, walking with a cane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, was, it was sad to see it that way in the news. You know, but they interviewed him. It was uh, good to hear him. You know, he was still around. 
Who is who is the best number zero? Jim Otto. Five to two to end a 25 game winning streak. 
They were 0, 21, and 4 Oof. over two seasons. Larry's home, that's 1981, the Minnesota North Stars, who became the... Dallas uh, Stars. Stars. Dallas Stars scored eight goals in the second period, and they won 15 to 2 over the Winnipeg Jets. Wow. Winnipeg Jets. Eight goals in one period. I wonder if they uh, replaced their goalie back no in those days. No mercy rule. I don't know. In 2001, in his sixth career start, running back Sean Alexander. Remember Sean Alexander? Seattle. Seattle. Oh, very Seattle. good. He ran for 266 yards on 35 carries as Seattle beat Oakland. That was 2001. So I guess 266 was a pretty high number. Still a pretty high number. <laughs> Here's a basketball story. In 2004, NBA's Earl Boykins, five foot five guy, the shortest player in the NBA. I don't know if he is the all time shortest. How, how tall was Muggsy Bogues? Five one? Five three. Five three. So at this time, Earl Boykins was, was the, uh, the shortest. And he scored 30 points uh, in a game. So that was the, the most that a short guy <laughs> scored back in <laughs> 2004. 2006, Wake Forest shuts out Florida State. 2006, Florida State's a powerhouse, but they shut them out 30 to nothing. That was the first time that uh, Bobby Bowden uh, got shut out um, in his career at that, that, at that time. In 2007, Brett Favre joins Dan Marino as the only quarterback to throw for 60 thousand yards in the career. What's the total now? Eighty now, <laughs> What? Eighty thousand now. Is it eighty thousand now? I mean this is this is back in when, when Fob was still, you know, breaking records, but his records have been broken. Anyone know it's about eighty thousand now? I think so. Yeah. By the mm -hmm. way, I want to introduce we have a new guy on screen right now. So nobody knows this gentleman here. <laughs> I just met him on Saturday. We just we just met Saturday night. Just met Saturday night. Told him about he's, he's big into sports to a point that he has season giant tickets. <laughs> so he's big into that. Uh, Joe, why don't you just introduce yourself really quick? Uh, give yourself 15, 20 seconds. And okay, my name is Joe Saxel. I'm an old guy. I'm a Yankee fan, Giant fan, a Ranger fan. Um, I've had season tickets to the Giants since 1960, and stupidly, wow. I, and stupidly, <laughs> and stupidly, I still have them. Um, I've gone to a couple of games this year. Uh, I had the pleasure of going out with Mark and Michelle the other night. We had a great, great time, and he told me he was going to send me the link. Um, so I signed up. I was on a Zoom link for my building in Florida for two hours today, so I'm Zoomed out already. So, um, <laughs> okay. welcome. Well, welcome, welcome aboard. And as we go along here, if you, if you want to just chime right in, everyone is friendly, no one's going to attack you. Just speak up if you think you have something important to say. Oh, thank <laughs> you, Mark. important, you can talk, still talk to them. Okay, <laughs> okay, welcome aboard. Okay, let's go on to the uh, the baseball part of the store of the uh, show. 
But I want to, uh, I found some information that the question was brought up last week. I think, Fred, you brought it up. I, as I played back last week's show, what, what was I remembered that? this. I think you brought up, if anyone became the uh, uh, MVP of the World right. Series, who is a midseason pickup. Right, that's Remember, right. And so, so you can find out the answers. There were two others. Yeah, I have the answers right here. What was this you sent me? Hmm? So Jorge Soler was the third yeah, to do yeah. it. Uh, Steve Pierce for the Red Sox right. in 2018. And Don Clendenin. Right. Less son, than 69. Yeah, that's right. My son told me those two. Right. Yeah. Came over yeah. from the Pirates. Yeah. Right. They traded around the trade. That's when the trade deadline, I think, was June. So he, he spent most of the season with him. Yeah. That's yeah. great. I like that. He, he was platooning with uh, Eddie Cranepool, right? At that point. Yeah. 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 All right, so the general meeting, general managers meetings are going on right now. Where are they meeting? In California somewhere? Allsbed, California. Allsbed, California. Somewhere in California, very good. Southern California. Yeah. So no trades, no big trades to talk about. But a big free agent signing. Who do you got? Andrew Heaney. <laughs> right, uh, big in quotes. Uh, the Dodgers, yeah. yeah. All the Yankee fans are so yeah. happy for that. You know, you know, like I see the Dodgers. You know, throw, yeah. throw, let them pitch an inning or two in a game of lefty. You know, he was the big name to go. The Mets are there, the Mets are there without a uh, yeah. president of baseball operations. Now, how does a president? A baseball operations differ from a general manager. Can someone explain that to anybody? Anyone know? <laughs> general manager reports to him. I don't know. He's got to run things by this guy. Yeah, the Giants. The Giants. Uh, what's his name? Farhan, who just won the Executive of the Year. Uh, I don't think there is a general manager. It's him, and then Apple, the uh, the, uh, the manager. Oh. Maybe it's a checks and balances. I they they, 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 they one's, the, one's the president and one's the general. I right, maybe he reports to him. I got an idea, you know. Let's talk about it. Mm. I'd like to know if Mets fans think that Fred Wilpon and Steve Cohn, who's better? <laughs> Owen. 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 It's, it's so early, but um Owen. nobody wants that job. Yes, there was an indication. He said that he's gonna look for somebody. And like test them out. Did you hear what he said? No. Yeah. Well, listen, we're going to hire a general manager. We're not going to hire a president of baseball operations. And we're going to try him out to like a trial and error, see how he does. This guy, David Stearns from the Brewers, who the Brewers said you can't interview him because he still had a contract to go. Yeah. Uh, he made press today by saying, I'd be interested in that job next year. <laughs> They're gonna call tampering. No, <laughs> you can't tamper in that sense. Gerald, you want to say something? I looked up the uh, function of the uh, head of baseball operations under general supervision. The director of baseball operations perform administrative tasks for the baseball program while helping to ensure compliance with NCA conference and university regulations. The incumbent attends all practices, competitions, events, okay. et cetera, and provide administrative support as necessary. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
I was wasn't very good in comprehension growing up. So I, again, <laughs> how is that different from a general manager? I don't know. I don't know. We'll need more information. Okay. Uh, in the old days, all you had was a general manager, right? Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. All there was. That's right. Then I think one year they made um, Nolan Ryan in Texas. We'll make you the the president of uh, baseball operations, and then they hired that. John. John, John Daniels. Daniels, right, right. Our friend, John Daniels. And well, John won cool. There yeah. was a power battle at some point, and then Nolan Ryan left, I think. Yeah. He's not part of them anymore. Yeah. No. no. So the uh, Mets have been talking with uh, Scott Boros for Chris Bryant. Yeah. yeah. I heard that. Ron, you don't like that, right? But uh, Chris Bryant going where? To the Mets? The Mets. Yeah. Uh, look, it, the Mets can use him, that's for sure, but I'd love to, sure. for the Cubs to have him back. Go back. He can play in two positions they need. The Giants right. are in contact with his agent. But I'd be happy if they can't sign Bryant now that Buster's retired, that frees up like 20 odd million dollars in payroll. If they can't sign Brian, if I were the Giants, I go after the Dodgers Chris Taylor. He's like a Chris mm -hmm. Bryant Jr. Yeah. I mean he's play a everywhere. really good player. Good player. Good mm -hmm. player. Yeah. Play, wherever play everywhere. Play. He's yeah. not a big guy. He's got a lot of power. Mm -hmm. JT, yeah. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Um as expected, Michael Conforto, Michael Conforto did not accept the um qualifying oh, offer. Yeah. Syndergaard supposedly did. Good. Okay. But I'm nope. sorry, they got rid of, uh, what's his name? They got rid of uh, Pilar. Yeah. They didn't offer him yeah. a contract. He played um, his heart out, broke his nose, he back yeah. on his heels yeah. a couple of days later. Uh, and nice Jewish boy. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> um, unfortunately, they had a death in, in baseball on the Mets uh, side this week. Oh, Feliciano. Pedro Feliciano. Yeah. Only 45 oh, years old. He had a nine-year career with the Mets. Um, they called him Perpetual Pedro. Why? He had a rubber arm. He pitched in so many games. I, he pitched for nine years. I have five years that he pitched in. In 2006, 64 games. 2007, 78 games. 2008, 86 games. That pitcher, believe pitcher. 2009, 88, and 2010, 92 games the dude was in. Burned him out. <laughs> you know, he had a brother in baseball, too. He had a brother. Jesus Feliciano, who was a, uh, uh, an outfielder who played for the Mets for a couple of years. Jesus, look, look that one up. Jesus Feliciano. Uh, Wait for the Mets. On the okay. Yankee side, before we get to the Yankee report, Michael, you in the Michael start warming up in the bullpen. Yankee rant. Uh, <laughs> of course, Brett Gardner is is gone, but they still can sign him. I don't, he declined the seven point. Read this. He declined the seven point five million uh, team option. Then he declined his two point three million option, but and he was. And received a one point one point fifteen million buyout instead, mm -hmm. but both sides are interested in a reunion. 
Hey, I'm a buck fifty. Same situation. Similar I didn't understand. A year ago. And did the Yankees hire uh, Louis Rojas as their third base coach? That's the rumor. Yeah. Yeah. Not officially. Can you imagine that? I think that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. The Yankees did say goodbye to Andrew Velasquez, Greg Allen. Well, some mm. as in past past weeks and months, people are upset he didn't get playing time with the Yankees. He's gone. Uh, Tim LaCastro, they signed him and he got hurt right away, so he never even showed himself. Hi there, Jerry Sandusky, voice of the Ravens. Good to see you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Velasquez went to the Angels. LaCastro uh, went to the Red Sox, and uh, and Mr. Greg Allen went to the Pirates. They were all claimed. Okay, so the Yankees are uh, looking to spend. Yes. Looking to spend. Yes. And uh, who who would you want at this point? Who would you want? Would you Seager. want Korea? Would you want uh, Sega? Who would you want? Sega. Sega. Well, tell us Seager. what. Talk about it. Did you, did you hear Korea made fun of uh, Jeter? He said he didn't deserve his five gold gloves. I know I saw that on Facebook news, so I don't know how accurate that is, but there was a big blowback from the Yankee fans on this group. Yeah. But that was years ago, right? I don't I don't know. I I couldn't I couldn't find any where he said it. But, but they're willing yeah. to pay him big money to come. Yeah. You know it would be nice if the Yankees signed Verlander. All right. Maybe he'll be still good. And then again, you could see more of Kate Upton on TV. That would be great. I agree, Mike. I read, I read the other day that he was considered a good influence on Cole, so it might be a reason. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a good reason. That's a good reason. Is Kluber coming back? Anyone hear anything about him? I don't think so. Yeah. Was he signed for a one-year contract or a two-year contract? One year. One year. Oh, it was a one-year one contract. He's a free agent. Right. Uh, yeah, the Fred. I'm going to say with Seager, the advantage is a he's a left-handed batter, and also they've been saying that if, in a couple of years, if the other Yankees shortstop prospects you know come to fruition, he can move over to third. So I don't know. I think being the left-handed batter and decent enough shortstop, I think he's the best bet over uh, over the others. Good, uh, good, good thought. Why not Simeon? Or Simeon, yeah, he's good. Simeon, Simeon is terrific. Man. This way, he won't kill the Yankees. Right. Howie, you're a Simeon guy. Howie has seen Simeon over the years. I used to Simeon got righty or lefty. He's a righty. The A's just let him go like the idiots they are. I mean, the guy's really great, great player. Play anywhere. But I want to mention that the A's have declared. They're opening the bank. They're, they're saying yeah. anyone's available. And mm-hmm. that includes like the three uh, starting pitchers, Metro Manaya, uh, Chris Bassett, and Frankie Montez. And there's a possibility that we could have the first giant A's trade since like about 1990, where the Giants may, if they don't sign all their free agent pitchers, they may trade for one of those three. That's you think the commissioner, Howie? You think the commissioner would allow it? What's that? 
Well, the one time that we uh, didn't uh, oh. years ago, didn't they try to break up the team when uh, Finley owned them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's, not, and it's not only the pitchers. Matt Olson has been really yeah. rumored to go to the Yankees, possible trade, and the third baseman whose name I forgot, Chapman, <laughs> Chapman, Chapman. They're all these. All these players are becoming arbitration eligible, and the A's are looking to save money. The A's are looking to leave town. That's why. I thought they were getting a new stadium. Right, hold that. Hold that thought, Howie. To your right. segment. Howie. Howie has a segment later. I got a segment. <laughs> hold that. Hold tease them a little bit. Okay. All right. So another baseball news. Let's do this one. The year Hank Aaron passes dies. The Braves win 44 games, his number, mm-hmm. uh, before the All-Star break. And four, they win 44 games after the All-Star break. <laughs> wow. And, they, and they, win the four, they win the World Series in the 44th week of the year. Wow. Oh, God. How cool is that with, with yeah. Hank Aaron's number 44? Yeah. Who, th- who thinks <laughs> of these things and who yeah. they find them? Okay. <laughs> So with the Braves winning, this is a cool little thing too. With the Braves winning the World Series, the city of Atlanta had gone 88 complete seasons combining all the three other major sports without winning a title. Now they win a title. The streak is over. They still have the Hawks and the uh, the Falcons. There's no there's no hockey team, right, in Atlanta? No. That was Paul. Flames moved to Calgary. Okay, so what other cities have streaks? Well, San Diego has gone 109 combined seasons with the Padres, the Chargers, never winning, as well as the old, remember the San Diego Rockets and the San Diego Clippers? Clippers now. They have no no hockey. Buffalo has gone 108 combined seasons. The Sabres have never won. The Bills have never won a Super Bowl. They've been to four, right? But never won one. Yeah. The Buffalo Braves, they count in them. Remember them? Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, and no baseball team. The Buffalo Bisons, one time place, had one Buffalo <laughs> Bisons playing the National League in the 1800s, but there was three World Series. And who else did I have on this list here? Minneapolis, St. Paul, 108 seasons. The last twins. title was 1991. Oh, twins, yeah. Twins. But since then, the Timberwolves, all those seasons, the Vikings, never, never. the big one. Right. The Wild, yeah. right hockey, they're all trophy less. Mm-hmm. But if you count the um, Minnesota Lynx and the WNBA, uh, they've won four championships in the last decade. So you can't count mm. that. Okay. And Dusty Baker will be back next year. Good for him. Good. <laughs> And Clay, Clayton Kershaw, they did not give him a qualifying offer. What does that mean? He gets hurt. He's to score on. That's what it means. Does that mean <laughs> that they're going to sign him to a a, a, a lesser contract than uh, the 18, whatever it is? There's talk out here he may retire. Really? Posey walking away. Yeah, because of his back, recurrent back injuries. Wow, That's that'd be a shame. How, how, old, how old is he? 33. Well, that sounds like a Sandy Koufax age, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And uh, Japan has posted this player. They call him the next superstar. Seiya Suzuki. He's an outfielder. And uh, 
posting means that any major league team could uh, bid for his services. They have to get the rights to bid for his services, posting, and then they have to start offering contracts. So they say he's a he's 27 years old. He had 38 home runs in 131 games last year, of course, in Japan. He's a righty bat, uh, batter. He's a very fast runner. He's similar to Ronald Acuna type of player. Um, but he's not a Charlie Marte is the big the big cheese this year for the outfielders. Oh yeah, he he. By the way, when Marte and the Josh Harrison got to the A's, it rejuvenated that lineup. I mean, they fell short, but I wish the Yankees would get Marte. It'd be like Ricky. Mickey Rivers all over again. He really makes things go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Joaquin Soria, relief pitcher, extreme, retired today. Uh, real. real name, Joaquin Augustus Soria Ramos. Retired. He played for Kansas City, Texas, Detroit, Pittsburgh, the White Sox, the Brewers, the A's. The Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays, nine teams, 37 years old, and uh, 36 and 45 for a career, but I guess he had enough travel. And now we're up to the Howie West Coast Report. The West Coast Report is sponsored by, do you save your old license plates or you throw them away? (laughs) Is that a question? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> but Howie, you're on. Talk about the West Okay. Uh, well, I've already given you a report about the A's offering their players. Uh, they're, they're redoing it. The Giants, uh, I mentioned, they're in talks. They're definitely bringing back Brandon Bell on a multi-year deal. So Bell's going to stay their first baseman. And they're in talks with their three uh, free agent pitchers, uh, Kevin Gaussman, who I hear the Yankees may be interested in, uh, D. Scalafini and uh, Alex Webb. But if not, they're open to, I mean, they got the money to sign uh, either Verlander or Max Scherzer. Scherzer wants to stay on the West Coast, so doesn't necessarily have to stay with the Dodgers. The other thing that I had to report was several weeks ago, I mentioned that the city of Oakland voted to uh, listen to the A's proposal to move ahead with it. And I thought, well, that's pretty good. It, it didn't commit them to anything. And last week I get an email from the A's because I bought tickets from them in the past uh, asking a survey of how of how many times do you would you visit Las Vegas to see the A's? Where would you stay? Uh, whether you like the stadium open or closed. <laughs> Try to be closing. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know what, what's going on. I don't know if the A's purposely put that out to pressure the city of Oakland. I mean, it's not only the city of Oakland. It's the county of Alameda. It's the the uh, Oakland Port, Port Authority and, and the state of California involved with this. So it just sounds like the A's really have, like I said a few weeks ago, one foot out the door in this Thank you. Thank you. Anybody want to ask him a question or anything? Okay. <laughs> I think we're up to the uh, the Michael Yankees rant. 
<laughs> okay, and of course, the Michael Michael wanted to know who was sponsoring him this week, and I mm-hmm. I, I didn't tell him, but the Michael's Yankee Weekly rant this week is sponsored by Manhole Covers. Besides Stickball, <laughs> have you seen them used for anything? Hi, Michael. Okay. I really wanted uh, Kellogg's Frosted Mini Wheats, but Mark didn't let me. But anyway, uh, I want to harken back to uh, a couple of weeks ago, my rant. I was complaining about uh, Cole. Uh, he shouldn't have pitched that uh, playoff game. Uh, they should have had a, a, uh, a opener. And now today I hear that Scott Boros said that the reason why Cole, Scott Boros was talking about all of his uh, all of his players and how good they are and, and really positive things, and he said that uh, Cole probably was was still suffering from his yeah. uh, hamstring injury, so that's why he didn't pitch so well. So uh, that was that. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to uh, the Yankee possible shortstops, like was said before, uh, uh, Corey Sager, uh, Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, and of course Marcus Simeon. And I read that Corey Seager, he might be the best because he's a lefty and the Yankees are always uh, in need of a nice lefty hitter. Uh, I didn't uh, hear such glowing reports about how great a, a defensive player is, he is. So maybe Marcus Simeon. But one of those two players would be great. And if the Yankees acquire a star shortstop, what about their top prospects? They have Anthony Volpe and Oswaldo Perez, and they might be compromised and have moved away. And then that would weaken the, the farm system. So you got to th- decide who you want to do. Now, at shortstop also, uh, they're talking about with Gleyber Torres. Gleyber Torres failed at a shortstop. So they want to put him at second base. And what does that do with DJ LeMahieu? And he's about the best second baseman in baseball. So what are you going to do with him? So uh, that's a problem, too. So uh, Gleyber Torres was given that position. We shall see. He might go. Oshella, uh, uh how do you move him at third base? They're talking about uh, uh, moving somebody at third base instead of a show. A show has been terrific. He didn't deserve that. And I don't want LeMahieu there. He's not a good defender. And he's not that good, as good a defender as uh, as a uh, show. Therefore, the only thing you could do with LeMahieu is you make him a regular and, uh, at first base and then Rizzo go, which is also bad. So, in other words, LeMahieu should stay at second. Okay. Uh Cigarettes I spoke about. And now the only other problem with the Yankees, of course, is what to do with our catcher. All right. <laughs> the catcher is beginning to look like uh, Sanchez has sunk into an abyss. Nevertheless, in the back of my mind, I recall Sanchez, when he came up in 2016, he came up like a, a man possessed. In 52 games after his final call up, is, he uh, hit 305, 20 yeah. home runs. It might have been the best player in baseball then. And trivia question, who beat him out as the rookie of the year? Anybody know? The great Michael Fulmer, a flesh in the pan. It really seems like the Yankees had a franchise catcher on their hands. And I can't for the life of me feel that somewhere out there, there might be some coach or some psychiatrist who could get Gary Sanchez back to what he once was. There's nobody really out there right now who the Yankees can get. And I hate to say it, but I think it's going to be Sanchez and Higgy as our catchers again. Somehow the Yankees must find a great catcher coach or psychiatrist to make Gary Sanchez into, once again, the great Kraken. Maybe, that's maybe, oh, I'm sorry. Michael, maybe you could get the psychiatrist who got you out of the war. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to work with him. Could, could, by the way, that psychiatrist 
they made a they, they made a TV movie out of it with uh, Jennifer Warren's where uh, he ended up getting in trouble molesting his patients. And they made a picture with, with Rip Torn. And uh, the, the movie was incredible because it was like jumping into the real life because it was exactly how he looked. And uh, Dr. Renatius Hartog, you could look it up. Thank you, Michael, for your uh, report. We always look forward to that each week. Uh, so with the, uh, the meeting still going on in uh, California, I think they're wrapping them up today. They usually go Monday through Thursday and they wrap it up because mm. they don't want to work on, uh, on Shabbat. Because all those general managers know are Jewish. They're all Jewish. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the, the golden, mm. a, golden Days Era Committee that was supposed to be picking Hall of Famers and, of course, Gil Hodges, the big story. If you're on the Internet, every other story is put Gil in the Hall of Fame. Yep. And uh, I hope this is his time. Uh, he's also Roger Maris. Uh, Jim Cott, whose birthday was this week, is also uh, uh, Tony Oliva, Ken Boyer, Minnie Minoso. Mm. I thought he was already in. Uh, Danny Murtaugh, manager of Pirates, Billy Pierce, left there. Dick Allen, who we've talked about on the show. He should be in. Maury Wills. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, and Cott and Oliva and Wills are the only three of that list I just mentioned that are alive. Okay, Gerald, you have something. Also, Albert Bell should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Well, he's not on any of my list here. Nobody liked him. Uh, the uh, early baseball era committee is is was is voting and Bill Dahlin. I never heard of him. John Donald Donaldson, Bud Falia, Bala, Vic Harris, Grant Home Run Johnson. Never heard he's Lefty O'Doul, Buck O'Neill. Oh, Here's one: Dick Cannonball Redding, Ali Reynolds. I thought Ali Reynolds was already in. He's uh -huh. not in. Uh, George Scales, they're all dead. And uh, all the first-time eligible people, David Ortiz. Chewing. I, yeah. have, a, I have a problem with him. I, 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 <laughs> Alex, uh, Alex Rodriguez. Tim Lincecum, first-year eligible. Ryan Howard, first-year eligible. And, of course, uh, Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. This is their last year of eligibility. Yeah. Put them in already, you know. They've got people who should not be in the Hall of Fame who were there. Yeah, who I, I thought were good players, but not immortals. These guys were immortals before all of this, uh, all the steroids. And the truth is, go through any era, and with all of the, there are other egregious things that people did. And you know, Ty Cobb shouldn't be in by, based on personality, and yeah. you know, so that would be absurd. I know that, you know, writers want to assert themselves and it, it becomes more about personalities than, um, you know, than about the real, the real credentials. So Absolutely. stop being hypocritical about, about all the, all of this. You either, you know, you decide that it's, it really should be based on, on their, on the, on, on performance on the field. And even, even with performing enhancing drugs, you know, to throw a baseball, you still have to, you still need the ability to throw a baseball and to, and to, um, you know, and to hit the way Bonds did. And they were great before. All of it. So, you know, put them in already and, and, um, and, you know, you want to have an asterisk. Okay. I, I, I 
I have a very different, I can't talk with you about the Hall of Fame because I think so many who are elected are not, are, are not deserving. Harold Baines. <laughs> we always the bring good, him up, good, Harold Baines. Good, what the good, hell is he good, in there? Good Fred McGriff. He's not in yet, Fred McGriff. I don't right. think he's not going to get in. Jeff Kent should be in. Good player. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, that's why, that's why people him. like to talk about these right. things. Uh, what about, what what about Pete Rose? Rose? Characters get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and Rose should be into. How can you leave yeah. yeah. Albert Bell, Michael? He's not in the Hall of Fame. I agree, Michael. How about Steve Carlton? Steve Carlton wouldn't talk to the press. He's in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? Yes. He's in the Hall. He's an immortal. He was an immortal player. I think you need to be, I have very, very high standards for Hall of Fame, so I can't go by me. I agree with you. I agree with you. Well, just Jeff get, just get has holds the record for most homers by a second baseman, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, it's a reasonable, well, reasonable. But wait a second, didn't he play a lot of third base too? No, he's mostly second base. Mostly second. Second. I don't know, but he did play third base. For the Mets, second. I think he played third base. He played third base. He played third base. Yeah, we can't the Giants and second. Yeah. I, I just wanted to say with Bonds, there's a, a very good documentary on Bonds on E360 ESPN uh, that, were, that addresses the issue of whether voting for him or not. Uh, but if, if someone like I think Bonds, I think that I agree with what Michael says. I think they should get in. I'm tired of hearing that the Astros cheated in 2017 when cheating has gone on since baseball began. But if David Ortiz gets voted in, then everybody else should get in. Yes. Oh, Fire, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Sammy, the whole Roger, everybody, Bob, Barry. Because uh, right. if Ortiz gets in, that's so hypocritical. Did he say he he took something, right? He admitted, right? I'm not sure he admitted. He tested no. positive, he I think. It, tested positive. Like, but he did fail. Yeah, test positive. It's kind of like the Andy Pettit situation. Oh. He was on that. Ortiz was on that commissioner's list of 100 people. Yeah. Right. And they only leaked A-Rod's name off that whole list. Right. I don't understand I don't that whole situation. Even though... People took, everyone took, <laughs> everyone took something, you know? Who was that Yankee shortstop? Who went to the A's, played shortstop also. He hit four, he hit a lot of home runs when he was like a, what was his name? He was a, a non-player. Then he ended up hitting 30 some odd home runs. Oh, uh, what about Bill Mazeroski? Hit the most annoying home run baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my book. I think only the Pirates fans are happy that. Uh, Gerald, where? <laughs> Not to be redundant, but the case for Albert Bell. All right. 12, 12, 12 years, 295 lifetime average, 162 game average. 40 home runs and 130 RBIs. Doesn't what was his total number of home runs? How many years? 12 How many years, years was he 40, 100? How many it, great years? Hundreds, his 162 game average. That's 40 a projection. Home runs. No. That's a projection. That's not what he did. Right. Yeah. No, How it's many total home runs did he hit? Total home runs, 381. Okay, so you need to four hundred. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, different era, whole thing. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Whitey Herzog still alive. You know, he's 90 years old this week. Had a strange name. I could put him on my beep beep list. Dorel Norman Elbert Whitey Herzog. <laughs> In the Hall of Fame. In the Hall of Fame. Eddie, Eddie Crane Paul is 77 this week. Okay, let's go on to football. Football, yay, football. The Jets, uh, Mike White, <laughs> going to go back to quarterback this week. I think that was the right call. Hello. You guys I agree? agree. You Jet fans? Where's our Jet fans out there? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Flacco's going to be fan agrees. Flacco's your backup. Yeah. Why not the uh, – why not – uh, Johnson, he's the ninety years old. Isn't no, Joe. That they they said it, it was a numbers game because you could only be moved up from the practice squad to the to the regular roster twice. This oh, okay. In the third, this would have been the third time they would have had to release somebody okay. else, and then they would have had four quarterbacks or something. And that, okay, that's the, oh, okay. Got that you. Oh. Okay. That's great. Huh? Don't you be to feel bad for Josh Johnson? Yeah, I do. I do. A human being. Marcus May is gone for the season. Uh, he ruptured his Achilles, so he's out for the year. Safety. Um, Giants. Back to our Giants. Nice right? win. A win. They win. They were off this week, right? They're still yep. in the playoffs. Then they got to play Brady. Then they got to play Brady in Tampa Bay. Brady in Tampa Bay. They're yeah. still in the playoff hunt. Yeah. I would have liked Joe to be here because Joe is a good uh, he's a, a fan. So. Yeah. Goes oh, to the games, and we just heard as as we broke the show uh, today. Uh, Odell Beckham signs with uh, Rams. 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 Wow. Rams. No one, no one thought that. I mean, some people thought the um, the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, Patriots. Patriots. You, you know, Belichick takes everybody. Green Bay. Packers. Packers. The Raiders. The Saints. Hey, he, he played at LSU and grew up in Louisiana. Yeah. Why not? I heard Kamara's out now. Oh, yeah. Was that right? I didn't hear Saint, that. Maybe the Saints don't have a quarterback. That's why you want to That's say. the reason. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Too bad about the, the Raiders, if you're a Raider fan. They've had a terrible uh, – wait, Roger, uh, you're a Raider fan. fan. Raider, you're you're yeah. a Raider fan, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. sometimes they lose their head coach mm. – because yep. he resigns over slurs he made years ago. <laughs> then they released their two first-round picks from last year. Henry Ruggs involved in a fatal car crash. And this Damon Arnett threatens to kill someone by holding multiple guns in a video. Wait, who is that? Yeah, Damon Arnett, a cornerback. Greater tradition. Yeah, exactly. They're going back to this renegade kind of belief. Lyle Alcedo. Yeah, back then, it used to work. They'd get all these crazy guys. Ben, ben Davidson. He was Jewish, Alcedo. Ben, ben Davidson. Uh, uh, yeah. The Storm. Yeah. Well, he was a... Kuzak, they got. Yeah, Alcedo. Yeah. All these crazy Lyle Alcedo. Yeah. They were outlaws. Yeah. Roger, what do you think Jack about Dave. all these things? <laughs> oh, man. A lot, of, a lot of distractions, boy. I mean, but the, the, the West is close. I mean, if they can yeah. mentally focus, you know, they might be the able to... The whole division is, what, a yeah. half-game difference? Yeah, I think they're playing the Chiefs this week. They so. Just win, baby. It is Sunday night game against the Chiefs. Right. Much for a commitment to excellence, you know. <laughs> they had a very interesting last week in the, in the matchups of the different games in the NFL, which had, like, teams that played in 
past Super Bowls, this was like a rematch, even yeah. though I'm sure they played many times in between those Super Bowls. But the Jets and Colts played last well, weekend. Yeah, right. Reminiscing mm-hmm. of Super Bowl three. A lot of lousy games. Ball, they won. Lousy the Broncos yeah. and the Cowboys play in Super Bowl seven. Broncos. Cowboys won that one, but the Broncos won Both. this one. Yeah, the Patriots terrible. and the Panthers play in Super Bowl. Let's see. 39. <laughs> I'm reading the Roman numerals here. The Patriots won that game 32-29, and the Patriots did win this past weekend 24-6. McCaffrey was back, but I don't think he put on a show. Uh, the Packers and Chiefs played this past weekend. That's a good game. Arnold out. Uh, Super Bowl one, Packers one. Uh, this time, of course, the, the Chiefs, 13-7. There's something, something's not going right there with that team. A lot of lousy games. A lot of lousy games. Yeah. Let me finish this no. list here, and I'll come back to you, uh, Michael. Uh, let's see. The uh, Oh, the Titans and the Rams. They played in 34. Right. And the Rams won that game. The Titans, game. Won. The Titans won this today. Yeah. All right, Michael, you want to say something? Yeah. Could you guys imagine a history of sports, okay? There's a potential for being for, – for having – one of the greatest hyped sporting events in the history of, of, of all of modern sports, and that's happening in the NFL. Can you imagine if the Patriots play the Tampa Bay Bucks in the Super Bowl, considering that they are play, going to be playing in L.A. at mm-hmm. Fancy uh, Arena? That's, that, that could be the most incredibly hyped game in all of sports history. Just think about it. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Patriots. Not going to happen. Leave it to you. <laughs> I think we should have a repeat of Jacksonville Buffalo. That's yeah, the right. Now. But if it is the championship, right? Another exciting game. What was, yeah. when was the last? When was the last time there was an NFL game without a touchdown? Anybody know? Before that, it's horrible. How did, how did the Bills only score six points against Jacksonville? I can't figure that out. Jacksonville's Josh Allen was better than Buffalo's Josh Allen. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, that's a good story. I guess they took it for granted. Yeah. You see today that the uh, unless Mark, Mark, do you have this about Cam Newton? Yeah, uh, I don't have that. Yeah, yeah. 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 he was in the with the Panthers today. So I think I think Sam Donald's out for four to six weeks yep. or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna sign uh, Newton. I don't know. He, he was in there. He was in their facility. They said they're reporting they're close to signing. Oh, is that close right? Signing. They signed him for a lot of money. They guaranteed him four and a half million dollars. And he could be up to ten million. Wow. Okay. Well, starting quarterback. You think that's the end of Darnold then? No. I don't know. Depends wow. how how he does. They say Newton know. now is they say Newton now is fully vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But not only that, he's no like Aaron Rodgers. Immunized. Like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, immunized. immunized. Is Aaron Rodgers coming back this week? Oh. He could play Sunday theoretically. Uh, depends on the testing. Uh, Saturday, I think. Or right. Depends right. on testing on the day. I think they're playing Seattle. I think Russell Wilson's coming back. Yeah. Russell Wilson is coming back. How, what do you think about this Jordan Love? Terrible. But it's yeah. his first game, you know. First game. You know. Quarterbacks, again, all these quarterbacks are put in, you know, they're, it used to be you sat for a couple of years. Right. Three yep. years. Now exactly. it's the first, second game. They're, they're really scrutinized, yeah. I think. It, I'm yeah. Throw them into the fire. Yeah. The there's, too much, there's too much money involved. They can't have him sit on the bench. I don't uh, think. Last mm-hmm. week, you were talking about Tom Maddie's passing. 
Remember sure. we talked about it last week? Yes. Now, I made an error in one of the things I said, and I'm surprised none of you people caught it. Uh, I said when he came in to quarterback, he was replacing, I said, John Unitas and all. Oh, it's Earl, Earl Morrow. Morrow. But it wasn't Earl Morrow. It yeah. was Bruce Gary Quazzo. Remember Gary Quazzo? Yeah. You know what? And he, then, he, then he became a dentist. Oh, was that right? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's right. New Jersey. Yeah. Milton, where's Milton? He left again? No. He left. <laughs> well. Okay. And there's another story. Uh, you remember Lewis Lips? Yeah. Uh, that's a great name. That's a great Steelers? name for the BP. Lewis right? Lips. Lewis yeah. Lips, former receiver from the Steelers. Steelers, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were this past weekend, not the one yeah. coming up, this future yeah. weekend. This this weekend, they're putting yeah. him in the team's uh, hall of honor really? for the ceremony. But he's not going to show up because last week he was arrested for D, uh, a DUI. DUI. Uh, so that'd be a distraction. Um, so interesting. Lewis Lips. I totally forgot yeah. about him. Yeah. yeah, me too. Okay. So uh, college football is moving right along and yeah. uh, they're, they're jockeying for position to, to be the top four. Georgia. Georgia is going to come down and play Alabama in the. Uh, the championship game there for that, that conference, yeah. and um, yeah. that will determine probably one and two. Um, I can't see Cincinnati being one of the top four, even though they haven't lost this year. Um, and then Michigan, here's a big story. They, they said this week they put Michigan over Michigan State. Michigan State head, head on beat Michigan. So how could they how can they put Michigan over Michigan State and they put Oregon over Ohio State and Oregon beat Ohio State. So on right. one one hand, I beat you, so I belong ahead of you. The other hand, they, they reverse. So what the hell are they drinking? I I, I don't know. Probably don't politics. Know. And Wake Forest loses to North Carolina right. in a non-overtime game, yeah. 58 to 55, a college football game, 58-55. Fred? I was going to say one also thing, but upcoming game this weekend, maybe Howie knows about this, that USC and California game was canceled because there are COVID issues with, uh, with the California Bears. Yeah, and uh, it was in the paper yesterday. Yeah, it was in uh, here too. What they can't understand is um, most, if not all, of the team has been vaccinated. Mm. So I, I, I don't know. But, I mean, you can get COVID even if you're vaccinated. But mm. uh, they're really upset. But it's been postponed to, I think, first week of December. They postponed it, not canceled it. Yeah, they didn't cancel it. I'm just curious with our panel over here. And not to get political and not to really go deep into this conversation, maybe I shouldn't even bring it up, but do you believe that if you are, um, if you're not vaccinated, you should not be working in a um, place with the people? I believe that, yes. yes. I agree. I believe it. It's a hard call, but I, I agree also. So, so, so now think about this. Uh, how many of you are hosting Hanukkah party is coming up. 
Trying to graduate. Get togethers. What if one of your family members is close family members not vaccinated? Are you not letting them come in? That's right. That's right. My daughter had a my daughter had a baby naming um for our, my new granddaughter. She has Mazel an tov. my ex-wife, thanks, my ex-wife's sister. Not vaccinated, they would not allow her any. They would not allow her to come, right. and I, I agree. Yeah. What if she lied? What if she lied? Or you're asking for the proof? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, if you say you're not vaccinated, you're not lying. That's that not worth. No, right. no one's going to lie about that. About that. Yeah. Right. Right. Interesting. Okay, I say it's brought up. I don't know, cousin. <laughs> I may have some stories in my family, but I'm not going to go there. But right yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to be, I'm, Gerald. I want to get to the basketball report. What do you got? Just wanted to mention very quickly, I know somebody who's been vaccinated who refuses to show proof of vaccination in restaurants <laughs> and elsewhere. So they don't serve them. I hope they don't let them in. They don't let them in. It's not, well, maybe not, not, not supposed right. to in New York. Ron, Ron, you have some basketball and hockey? Well, just very well, before you talk, Ron, who might have we have your, your segment, the Ron Basketball and Hockey Report this week <laughs> is sponsored by water. Oh. We all need water, right? Everybody needs water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's very little you know, going on. Well, last night the Knicks had a very uh, disappointing first half, I should say, where they were down by what, 24? 24. 24. 70 to 46. In the third quarter with like two minutes ago. And then Thibodeau cleared cleared the bench out. And they made a a very nice, they made a comeback. But a lot of people are saying they could have used, they they didn't replace any of the uh, subs. So they played basically like the last 14 minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And they came up. They yeah, yeah, they tied it at 89 with five minutes to go. Yeah. And they just ran out of gas. They got outscored, I think, uh, yeah. 23 to 23 to whatever, 11 of yeah, yeah. the last five minutes. You think he's sending a message? John, John Connaughton of formerly of Notre Dame killed him with like five threes. And, oh, you know. But you, you know what the big turning point of the I'm game was five. yesterday? The Knicks were down by four. Toppy yeah. goes in for a layup, and Giannis blocks him, and they call a foul on him. Mm-hmm. They reviewed it because uh, the Bucks said it wasn't a foul, and it turned out it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And right after that is when the threes start coming down from the Bucks. Yeah. Uh, I think that was ba- – because it could have cut the lead to two points. And, look, you don't know what could have happened, mm-hmm. but they uh, – I know there's something wrong with the Knicks starters with their defense, yeah. and that's what Thibodeau yeah. was I'll for. tell you, the other night, though, when they played Cleveland, this was a bad game, but I'm I mean, just watching Cleveland play. This kid, they have Evan Mobley. This kid is going to be a great player. He's great in the paint, and the other night, Ricky Rubio was unbelievable. Eight, eight, hit his first eight threes. That was his greatest the, the, game ever. Yeah, the East is so competitive this year. Yeah. You, know, you, you look at teams like Cleveland are doing well. Wizards. Yeah, yeah, Wizards are doing great. I mean, I mean, actually, though, if you look at the Knicks, though, if after the first twelve games, if you said Knicks would be seven and five, you know, it's, you you would take that. I mean, they beat Philadelphia twice. They beat Chicago in Chicago. They've had some bad losses, but yeah. well, even that, it's gonna be it's gonna be a dogfight in the East. You know, true. 
how maybe how he would want to say a few words about St- uh, Curry. Golden <laughs> State. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. The other night when he scored 50, there was a whole big thing. They were ahead by like 20 points with like just under four minutes to go. And he already had taken Steve Kerr, the coach, had already had taken out like Alan Wiggins, who by the way scored like 35 last night. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, excuse me. Uh, but uh, he was interviewed, uh, Kerr was interviewed about uh, leaving in Curry, and he kind of cites that the issue. Basically, Curry had never scored 50 points and 10 assists in in his career. So he did so, and then then they, then Draymond Green purposely fouled just to get Curry out of the game. But they are uh, looking forward to Thanksgiving when I think it's Thanksgiving when Clay Thompson comes. I'm not sure if it's Thanksgiving or Christmas. And Weissman, their uh, young center, is due back then, too. Uh, but Jordan Poole is shooting lights out as the as a shooting guard, and he'll be coming off the bench when Thompson comes. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the guys, Gary Payton, the third or the second, is playing really well. Uh, so this team looks, looks solid. Really does. Thank you. Not Any hockey bear. stories you have yet for us? Uh, no, nothing. No, hockey. Not, not, there's, there's not much. Well, tonight the Islanders are <laughs> in uh, Jersey to play the Devils, and uh, my Rangers are in second place in the division, which is a surprise to everybody. Um, they had a good game the other night. The formerly undefeated Florida Panthers met the New York Rangers. That was some and, game. Yeah, after having a four nothing lead, it got a little scary at the end. Yeah. But th- but then it's funny. Right after that, the next night, Florida got killed by the Lost. devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So maybe they were just like an aberration. That well, game, that's just Sterkin was supposed to be the, the number one star of the game. He didn't show up, so they thought because they kept on hitting him and he got insulted. But the truth of the matter was, he had to go to the bathroom. Oh, is that really? That's right. <laughs> yeah, Fred. You're muted. You're muted. No Fred. All right. This is the start of the college basketball season. Great Man. time of the year. And if you guys really want to stay up really late tomorrow night, great game at 1130 on ESPN2, Villanova at UCLA. Two of the, oh. two of the powerhouses. Yeah. This year, UCLA, is ba- UCLA is back. And St. Um, yeah. John's is supposed to be really good this year. Yeah. Their first test will come next week. They play at Indiana next Wednesday night. And they're playing Kansas December 3rd in the new UBS arena. Right. It's oh, wow. interesting that um, some of the um, some of the colleges open their season up against like we mentioned this before against schools that have no reason have no reason to be com- competing against these big time schools like Gonzaga mm-hmm. opened up. Last Tuesday night, Tuesday Dixie. night against Dixie State, State University. I never heard of a Dixie Dix- State. Money. I had to they're, look it up. They're in Money. Utah. It's, it's, in U- it's in Utah. Really? Yeah, Dixie State's in Utah. Wow. What? The Utah Jazz. Yeah. Some schools do that for the money, and some schools go right to the fire, like Villanova. Uh, playing uh, UCLA and things like that. Well, they had the big games in the garden the other night, Kansas and uh, 
Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Oh, but Duke, Duke, Duke played Kentucky, right? Right. Yeah. And then yeah. Duke played Kansas, played Michigan State. This is this is last year. But but you got some you got some upsets, like I was saying before the show, like Virginia is supposed to be one of the best teams ACC. They lost to the Naval Academy. Right. And the Citadel right. beat Pittsburgh. Michael, whoever's, if you guys saw any of the Akron Ohio State game the other night, Ohio State won by one. That was a great game. Steve, you you would talk about that before. Yeah. And yeah. Brad, that was uh, Shashnevsky's last game with the Garden. Right. Yeah. 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 And St. Peter's gave a tough game to Virginia Commonwealth. They, they'll play St. John's on Saturday. See, so many small schools have, you know, have good teams. You know, you know, it's, it's not always a, a wipeout. All right, really quick, want to do a couple of more things and get to a few questions that we have. Uh, did you guys watch the marathon last Sunday? No. No. Nobody watched the marathon? Don't care. Kenya takes uh, first place in both and, and men women. and women all yep. the time. Right. Uh, U.S. Exactly. finished fourth in both races. It was fun. Fun to watch it. Uh, Steve Summers from WFAM's final show. Byron. Tomorrow yeah. night, from his his yeah. shift is eleven to two a.m. Seventy four years that? old, Steve right. Summers is uh, retiring from uh, radio. Uh, they they offered him in, uh, to continue, but he I said no. mistake. Then, no. yeah. and then okay. there was a, a a Danny. There was a uh, a soccer <laughs> soccer information made the print. This uh, French soccer player, Am Aminata Diallo from the yeah. Paris Saint-German mm -hmm. team, Germain, yeah. was arrested in connection with an attack on one of her teammates. Yeah. One of her teammates was attacked and uh, this uh, Diallo, Diallo was supposedly the one in, in, involved in this. So it sounds like a Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding thing all <laughs> over again. That's funny. Anything yeah. quick on bowling before we get to questions, Danny? Nothing, nothing. Nothing on bowling. All right, we got about, uh, well, we could go for about another 10 minutes or so if you want <laughs> on questions. I know you guys like to hear questions and try to trick the panel. So who wants to go first for some questions? Trivia questions. And by the way, it's sponsored by Potato Conditions. Round <laughs> or square? Good choice. Good choice. Right. Good choice. All right, Gerald, you go first in the trivia portion of the show. In modern baseball history, who was the youngest player to hit a home run? <laughs> Al Kaloy? No, no. Mel Lott? No. Ronald Okuna? No, I'll give you the year. 1944. Right. Oh, my God. Four years. <laughs> Four years. Is it someone we know or is it a name we don't know? Yeah. Uh, you probably won't know the name. I uh, say so you better tell yeah. us then. Tommy Brown of the Brooklyn Dodgers. He played uh, 46 games in 1944 as a high school student. <laughs> How old was he? 17, 16? 16. 16. Oh. Did he hit it off of Nuxhall? Did he have working yeah, papers? Right. <laughs> working papers, right? Okay, who has questions? Uh, Fred. Who, who holds the Knicks rec rookie record for most rebounds in a game and how many? Bad news, Bonds. No. A little before him, though. A few years, few years, about 
10, 10 to 12 years, things, I think it was 1959. Gallatin. What? Harry Gallatin? Harry no. Gallatin. He was a rookie then. I'll give you a hint. This guy was a rookie at the age of 26, graduated high school. He went in college. He was five foot ten. Went in the went in the military. Grew five inches. Then he and he played college ball. He went from five ten to six foot five. Played in the Big Ten. Seven inches. Played at Michigan wow. State. Johnny Green. Johnny Green. Green. Jumping, ju- jumping, Johnny, Johnny Green. Twenty twenty five game. Twenty five rebounds in a game against the Warriors. And he scored. Oh. He, he he gained five inches at the age of what? Oh. After he, between between high school. Five. That'd be seven after joining inches. the high school. And, after leaving high school and going into the military, he went from... How you do five, that? I, I have no oh, idea. What they was, the same thing, the same thing happened to David Robinson. Right. That's right. When David, David Robinson, Robinson went into the thing. Naval Academy. He was 6'6". Six, six. That's right. That's he came right. out seven. Possibly. How did they do that? I saw I saw an interview <laughs> with Scotty Pippen a couple of days ago, and he said he grew six inches in college. Yeah. And, How do you and do by that? Way, he, he just came out with a book, Scotty Pippen. Yes. And yeah. uh, sounds very interesting with his relationship on Namdarov with uh, Jordan. Michael uh, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. yeah, they didn't like each other. No, uh, no. Who else? Uh, Next question, uh, Michael. Okay, um, Lou Burdette faced the Yankees three times in 1957 and pitched three complete games. He pitched uh, 27 innings. Okay, who were the last two pitchers to pitch three complete games in a World Series? Was Mickey uh, Lolich one of them? Who's Mickey, Mickey Lolich? That's one. Rob wow. Gibson? Hmm. Who's it? Who you say, Roger? Bob Gibson? Two pitches. Bob Gibson. Good. That's it. Very good. Very good. Was that, was that in the same World Series? I don't know. Uh, no, one was in 67, one was in 68. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's when men Gibson. were men. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Drew. <laughs> wow. Red Sox. Who else? Gerald, you already gave one. You gave another one. Go ahead, Gerald. Who is the last MLB batting champion to not hit a home run in in the season he won the title? Not hit any home runs. Wow, no home yeah. runs. A pitcher? Mm. Nuffy Sternweiss. He runs nationally. No. Uh, I'll, Somebody I'll we give never you heard the of. Year. Well, well, no, yeah. I'll give you the year. Nineteen seventy-two. Matty Alou? No, no. Was the end of the World Series? Wait. Rennie Stennett? Rod Carew. Rod Carew is right. Rod Carew, no home runs, huh? Slap that ball to left field, base it. I got one here. Of all the teams the Yankees have faced in the World Series at least more than once, so the Nuggets, not just the once, mm-hmm. like the Diamondbacks, they played once, yeah. and but they played more than once. Uh, they hold a winning record against every team except the Cardinals. St. Louis, I was going to say St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals? No, they have a uh, the Cardinals. You're right, the Cardinals yeah. uh, beat them yeah. three times. The Yankees won twice. Uh, I was in Miami. New York Giants. I think the Cardinals are the answer. Uh, oh, not uh, counting uh, the Diamondbacks or the Marlins. Not counting, not counting the Marlins. Then they played them the once each in the World Series. Right, right. The Pirates. Let's see. The, the Pirates beat them. 
In 60, the Yankees won in 27, I think it was. Yeah. But I think the Cardinals is the is the is the answer to that one. Very good. All right. Who else? We've got a few more minutes. Fred. Who is the first NFL player to record 200 career touchdowns? NFL player with 200 touchdowns. Touchdowns. Tomlinson? No. He was mentioned on this show earlier in another context. During the football segment? (laughs) No, during the numbers segment. The numbers segment. Uh, On Elway? Elway. No, 200 touchdowns. Score 200 touchdowns, not not throw. Oh, score. Number 80. Jim Rice. Jerry Rice Rice is is correct. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Rice. Who else? Got a few more minutes. I go a few more minutes. Well, Michael. Okay. Who was the first captain of the New York Knicks? And he became the radio announcer. He became the Nick radio announcer and was one of the main sports broadcasters in the 50s and 60s. Bud Palmer. That's good. You must Very have read the good. post. I, I read it. I read the I read yesterday's post, Michael. The countdown. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how, that's how I got the Johnny Green. Name eight. Dump you guys. <laughs> name eight, or as many as you can, New York Yankees, who are in the Hall of Fame, who eight only nine. played for the Yankees. Yogi. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter's yeah. one. Merrill. Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig. Maggio. Whitey Ford. Maggio. Whitey Ford. Mariano Rivera. Rivera. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. You're almost there. Yogi Berra. Yogi. No, no, no. Bill Dickey. Bill Dickey, Whitey Ford. Uh, who else? Cheater. Cheater. Um, yeah. Are you missing Tony any? Mariano. You're missing one. Second Tony base. Lizzari? Tony Lazari. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Lazari. You got him all. Good. All right, boys. I think that. Oh, you want to go one more? <laughs> yes. I have. Now, this extra time is sponsored by. <laughs> Who is the only player, baseball player in modern day history to hit at least 100 RBIs with 35 home runs and compile 200 hits in three consecutive seasons? 100 RBIs, 35 or more homers, 200 hits in three consecutive seasons. Give us the era. The the years, uh, the years 1977, 78, and 79. Mm. Wow. Is that Jim Rice? Albert Bell. Jim Rice. <laughs> Very good. It's Jim Rice. Uh, That's a good, good, good guess, Mark. <laughs> all right. Uh, I want to have a good one, Mark, if you have time. All right. One more. Go go. <laughs> all right. This team <laughs> moved from where to where in 1954? St. Louis Browns, the Baltimore Orioles. No. I thought you'd say yeah. that. No. Boston Braves to Milwaukee Braves. No. No, that was Philadelphia A's, Kansas City. Philadelphia A's to Kansas City. That's the no. one. That's the Kansas City. There are quite a few changes in those early 50s from, from city yeah. to city. All right, guys. I want to thank you again. Like I always thank you. Great show today. A lot of information given to you guys. You guys... Did a great job uh, filling the void as I take a breather every now and then. And uh, 
I'll see you guys all out here next hey. Thursday. Again, put on hey. the calendar the 23rd. I want a nice showing on the 23rd, which will be a Tuesday. Hey, Mark. But next week, it'll be a Thursday. Yes, Mark, sir. Yes, Mark, sir. I was thinking about Lewis Lips. So if he was a basketball player and his team beat the Clippers, it would be Lewis Lips sinks Clips. There you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> a newspaper article. That's good one, Joe. It's the headline. Take care, guys. You guys, have a great week. I'll speak to you yeah. soon. Stay well. Take care, and, uh, Thank see you. you soon. Bye, Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Good show. Good show. Yes.